Welcome once again. I know it's been a long time since we did a podcast. We've been going through a lot of restructuring and reinvention of ourselves. So, uh, start today's podcast speaking into Nigeria and into our future. So, I'm starting a series called the Jubilee Series. It's about Nigeria and our great future and how that also affects the move of God in the church and in the nation. So today's, today's uh, podcast is going to be an analysis of where we are economically and how that impacts on us as individuals. The goal and the hope is to steer us to take responsibility of our future and of our nation. 2023 is around the corner. I don't know how many of you realize how important that year is for us as a nation. So I'm going to give you some perspective. Last year, the year 2021, Nigeria made about 970 billion naira from oil. While 1.6 trillion naira was made from non-oil taxes. That means more revenue from non-oil taxes than oil itself. 2.8 trillion from a cumulative of other sources. In total, the country brought in 5.5 trillion naira in revenue. Then it gets crazy from here on. Now hear this. Out of this 5.5 trillion naira that we made in revenue, 4.2 trillion was spent on servicing debts from January to November. So what is left after paying debts is about 1.3 trillion naira, which means that what is left after repaying what we owe is not even enough to run the country. Because if we look at our 2021 national budget, the nation needs to run on a total of 13.53 trillion naira. So since we just have 1.3 trillion left, an extra 12.23 trillion naira is needed. What do we get? So where do we get that from? Yes, you guessed that right, we have to borrow. It means more borrowing for us as a nation. In 2021, Nigeria spent 12.56 trillion naira, most of which we have borrowed money, spent on things that don't bring money in. Things like salary, for subsidy, and of course, the daily looting by our politicians. So Nigeria is like a man who makes 100,000 naira a month, and yet he has to borrow 5 million naira every month to pay for light bill and running of his house. So if you can see what we are looking at here, this is a scary picture of the future. It means we are a potential keg of gunpowder. This excess crude oil account, the excess, the excess crude oil account, which is like our savings, is almost empty. So not only does this Nigeria as a nation borrow like crazy, it has no savings for emergencies. Anyways, the finance minister thinks that we're doing all right. According to the finance minister, what we have is a revenue problem. That means we're not generating enough revenue. We don't have a debt problem. That means... The money we're borrowing is not an issue. Well, she might be right and she might be wrong, you know. 
So the result of tasking, taxing and taxing, so increase the revenue. So let's look at the implication of this. For us to have a debt problem, we will have to borrow more than 40% of our GDP. We are currently at 36.9%, which means all that it takes to get into that debt problem that it's claimed that we're not yet in is 3.2%. So 3.2% more borrowing and we are in that danger zone. Now imagine if our revenue keeps dropping and the debt keeps increasing. One day, 3.2% will be crossed. Then we will really have a debt problem. Remember, we already have a revenue problem. At least that is already admitted by the finance minister. So, what will be the solution? The government will have to struggle to pay tax. And then, to do that, you have to borrow more money. And then, the disaster continues to compound. Which is a scary thing considering that the government is the biggest employer of labor in Nigeria. Imagine how many people will be out of job or at least out of money because the government can't pay. We are already having robberies and ritual killings and so many things because of poverty. This will become an endemic case by that time if this continues. Our currency will get further devalued, which means things will get even more expensive in the market. The state of the nation will become crazy. Politicians will loot and take home fat salary. Imagine if we get the wrong president in 2023. Who then will help us fix all this mess? Imagine the disaster if we push over that 3.2% and we are managing not to cross. If we think politics does not affect us, then we have to think again. This is why I laugh when people say that they, don't, that they, they, they are not interested in politics. That politics doesn't interest them. Well, guess what? Politics is interested in you. The person who becomes the next president will affect the price of your bag of rice, your cylinder of gas. It affects whether or not it is safe to drive from Kaduna to Abuja or fly or whether you need to pay 7.2% or 20% VAT on your Facebook ads. It affects whether you keep selling on your Instagram page, Twitter, or whether Instagram gets banned in the country out of the blues. Remember the Twitter ban? It affects the shipping fee you pay on your Tukumbo car. Get the picture? This is not the time to be tribalistic. It's not the time to be religious. It is time for the right president. The one with vision, competence, and character. You really need to get involved in any little way you can, even if it's to get your PVC. Try and vote. If you vote, if your vote doesn't count as many people claim, why do you think politicians are buying votes? Why do you think politicians are chasing their opponents from the polling units? Let's take the future of our country into our hands. As we continue in this series, I will share with you my perspective on some of the candidates and what I think God is saying, because we always want to give us prophetic perspective, not just economic analysis. Thank you for listening. God bless you.